welcome to ShoeCast, the only podcast in the world where you can align yourself with other people who have the same passion for shoes. Now, let's get right into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the ShoeCast show. If this is your first time listening, thank you for tuning in. This is a podcast where we interview and talk everything related to shoes. My name is Chase, and I'm here with my co-host today, as always, Landon. And today we are talking to Eddie. He is the owner of True North San Antonio, which is a streetwear boutique in San Antonio, Texas. How's it going, Eddie? How's it going? It's going pretty good. You know, just chilling here in San Antonio. <laughs> there you go, man. Hey, well, we appreciate you taking time to uh, jump on here with us. So yeah. before we get into the actual interview, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm basically uh, Eddie Fagan. I'm 19 years old. Um, I'm originally from, uh, we were born in, well, I was born in New York. <laughs> And then we ended up moving to Florida, and then um, my sister ended up joining the Air Force and moved to Texas. So, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, I got a buddy in the Air Force as well, but he's in the um, where is he? South Carolina, North Carolina, one of the Carolinas. Oh, yeah, one of them. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, so how did you get involved with shoes and like you know the streetwear kind of scene? Um, to be honest, I mean, when I first moved to San Antonio, um. I kind of lived like 45 minutes away from the school that I used to go to. So like, I didn't really have that many friends and like nobody wanted to take the trips out to drive to me. So, I mean, I kind of just like started like researching sneakers and like clothes and stuff. Cause I mean, I was going into middle school, so I wanted some new clothes and stuff. So um, I ended up like just finding out about streetwear and, you know, air Yeezys and Yeezys. And um, I think in 2015, I actually got like three pairs of pirate blacks. Wow. And, uh, I, kinda, I, I flipped them I flipped them for two grand each and they kind of let me uh, use that money to basically start off where I am now. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. That's, that's one a, way to that's start. Great. Off. That's a good way to start. Not <laughs> many people Jeez. get into yeah. the game and get that much success off the bat. You know, Yeah, no, it was it was crazy. I was lucky. But I mean, now it's like impossible to hit on anything. Dude, oh, yeah. I'm telling it's you, it's gotten way more advanced. Very that's for sure. Yeah. But so you said you're only 19 years old. So. Uh, do you yeah. do this full time or do you have some other stuff that you do for actual work as well? Um, no, I, I do this full time. Very wow. cool. Wow. Congrats, 19. man. 19. That's that's respect for the hustle. Yeah. Right there. You know, and also and you kind of mentioned before we started recording that uh, it sounds like you're with your parents. So it, it seems like they're yeah. uh, definitely supporting yeah. you and your shop. Yeah, it's so a, it's, a, it's a family business. Um, we just kind of wanted to keep it that way. I mean, my dad's kind of into it too, which is yeah. really funny. <laughs> always awesome. me, they're like, yo, what's up with your dad and the Supreme box logo or the Balenciagas and stuff like that. What? So, Not my dad, cool. man. My dad would never. <laughs> oh, he would come on. I could never, I could oh, never see my dad. Like, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll just give it to him and he'll put it on. And then like, we'll be walking out and somebody will take a picture and tag me in it. And we'll just be like, yo, whose man is this? <laughs> That's so <laughs> funny, man. So, so, so what was like, what was the journey going from, you know, getting those first pairs of pirate blacks to now opening up your own shop? Um, it was honestly a crazy journey. I mean, it, 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 it didn't seem like much at first because I mean, like I, I was a collector at first, like, mm -hmm. I mean, like I used to collect comic books and like action figures and stuff like that. And then I just started collecting like Supreme, Vape, just all kinds of streetwear brands. And then I ended up getting like Jordans and stuff like that i mean i wasn't too big on the, like the hooper shoes like Kyrie's and right. stuff like that but only yeah, certain models of those are profitable anyways like the super yeah. rare ones i mean you got to get a pretty uh it's almost has to be a collab on it like some type of collab will make it will make it profitable but other than that it's just another shoe because they mass produce yeah, those there's right. so many of them yeah that's what i'm saying and it's and it's basically meant for like hooping in so it's like mm. 
don't know. Not yeah. much of a, a lifestyle shoe. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So you kind of mentioned uh, the opening of your shop. What were some of the challenges that you started off with, you know, whenever you first opened it up? Um, when I first opened it up, I think it was about 17 years old. And um, one of the main problems was me not being able to, like, rent out, like, a store, like, getting a lease because oh. I'm 17 years old. Right. So um, I had to my, – my parents kind of helped me on that one. So we ended up uh, finding a spot literally, like, half a mile away from our house and it ended up working out pretty good and we've been here for the past two years now that's, that's awesome. awesome very cool yeah i, I definitely see like the uh <laughs> being that young and seeing all those difficulties like you know not being yeah. other that's crazy it's like being and it's was, like wanting to drive but you're 15 time. that's yeah. crazy what was that yeah. i was i was also in school at the time so it was like right. it was kind of hard to juggle two things but i mean like I, I always loved being in school because, like, I would always sneak off to the bathrooms to go, like, it's Supreme or Babe or whatever, whenever <laughs> the time came. Yeah. And it was always, like, every Thursday at that set 9.50 time. And my teachers would always be like, hey, why, why were you gone for so long? I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. That's I just so I just made, like, a few thousand dollars. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, practically, <laughs> practically. And I remember one day in school, like, um, I think it was a raffle for the cause fours. And um, my teacher was, like, uh, like, I think it was maybe, like, the third or fourth to last week of school and my teacher she uh she was telling me to put my phone away and i'm like look like i'm in this raffle right now like i have the chance to win these jordans like they're hitting for two thousand dollars like i really need these shoes like please just let me do this and then like later in the end of that day i ended up getting a call into the principal's office and my principal started talking to me about it and he's like so i heard you were uh you know using your phone in class and i'm like well yeah but it wasn't nothing like you know texting my friends or nothing like that you know i gotta I got to purchase these shoes. And he's like, what shoes were they? And I showed them to him. And uh, he's like, wow, they're going for $2,000. And he, he asked to slide some money his way. So that way, I, like, I wouldn't have to go there again. And I was like, bro, <laughs> no, no. So That's crazy, That's dude. funny. No, I can relate yeah. to that because my last semester before I dropped out, I would be in class and I wouldn't even look up one time. I'll be on my computer doing something with shoes and not even paying attention because Exactly. Dude, it's addicting. It's saying. addicting. Yeah, it once really you is. once you get that first dub, man, it's all over. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, from your post on your Instagram, it looks like a good amount of players from the uh, Spurs actually come and visit your store. Like, what is that like? And like, how did that even evolve into that? Um, so I think it was it wasn't even like maybe like the first month that we were open. Um, we had gotten um a contact from one of the Spurs basketball players, like managers, mm -hmm. and um he basically he was like, hey, um. I'm in the area and I have Bryn Forbes with me and he wants to come through the shop to check it out. And I think at this time it was like nine or 10 PM. So we were like way past closing, but right. I mean, for them, we, we opened it up. Yeah. Oh, for I sure. mean, they kind of, they kind of prefer that too. Cause it's like, there's not as many people in here. So yeah. they kind of you know, get time to like look around and just bullshit. So, for sure. but I mean, they, they're honestly like majority of them are real down to earth and they're, they're real super cool people. Really? That's awesome. That's awesome. That's to hear. crazy. And, and it's funny. Cause like, I think, uh, just uh, just like yesterday, we had a we had a Spurs player in here, and then before that, Rudy Gay came in here. But Rudy, oh, Rudy, man. Rudy's always in here. Rudy and Bryn are like the top two uh, supporters from the Spurs that always come through, and Dude. Demar, of course. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I'm a huge NBA fan, so I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Like, bro, I follow the NBA closer than anyone that I know. So it's like that'd be super cool to be having people yeah. come, especially dude at 19. Dude, mm -hmm. you got so much left to grow, and you're already at this point. Man, That's got to be pretty encouraging. Yeah, no, I mean, it was it was funny, too, because, like, I remember the first time that, like, it happened. I got a picture. I went to school the next day, and everyone was like, yo, yo, I didn't know you had a store and, like, all this other stuff. Because, like, I kept it real low-key. Like, I didn't right. really. Um, 
I wasn't trying to like out there just because I, I don't know. I just didn't want to be known for that. Right. So, I mean, I'm more of a low key person myself. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not like one to like quote unquote brag or whatnot, but it's just like every single day in school, like everyone would always ask me about it or ask me about Supreme or Vape. And I'm like, yo, this is getting stale, guys. Like, please, like, stop <laughs> asking me. Yeah, because then, uh, then those people are the same ones that want to get favors and stuff like that. I, it's yeah, easy to turn into bit. that. It's uh, easy to turn into that. It can. That. Not always, but it can. Yeah. So. Definitely. But uh, so what would you say? We've interviewed a few people that kind of have their uh, boutique on this podcast before. What would you kind of say that, you know, maybe makes yours different from, from some other ones that, you know, that have been around out there? Um, To be honest, I mean, we're kind of like a real mom and pop shop. Like, I mean, I do everything on my own. I don't use no bots. I, I try my best to go manual because, you know, I, I like everyone, you know, getting a fair chance. That's impressive. Know, shit. That's that's so, tough. I mean, yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, we, 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 we've uh, like, because over here at North Star, like when, when like Jordans or Yeezys release, we barely get like anything. Right. And. Like if like I remember um last year because I hit on basically all the court purples that hit that came to town and we only got four pairs at every single mall that was here in San Antonio. Wow, and then, that's crazy. Yeah, for for the pine greens, I think we got twelve pairs in all of San Antonio, and I, I hit on all twelve pairs. Um, and then uh, for like the clay greens and the the blue moons, I think I hit on like thirty eight pair, and then on the clay greens, I hit forty two. Forty two, and it was all pairs? local here. Yeah, it was all local. Wow. That's and putting I in work. I kind of like the way I prefer to do it because, right. like, I mean, it's just an easier chance for me to go and get them as opposed to me waiting, like, a week for them to come in. And The longer they wait, the more they drop, too. Yeah. The longer they wait, the more they drop. That's for sure. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. You, I've, I've never actually heard anyone, like, a shop owner, like, just say, I only do manual. We've had people yeah. on there that are like, yeah, we got, I got a whole team. I got guys that run out across the state. And they go to the stores, and you got a whole team doing bots well, too. So we honestly, we, we used to take trips to New York and California all the time, just because we have a lot of friends and family out there. Right. And we would always go to the Supreme Store, the Bay Palace, you know, gotcha. hit all the stores. But I mean, with this COVID, it's just it's been impossible to go up there. And exactly. Most of the stores that we would go to, like buy our product from, they all got looted. Right. Like, ah, right. Because right. most of the time, like when when we buy stuff, we like to you know support other shops too. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we're all in this together. You right. Know? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to eat. <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. And that actually kind of transitions into our next question is, you know, how has COVID kind of affected your boutique, if at all, during this, you know, over these past few months or however long? Um, honestly, when, when COVID first hit, I think it was maybe February and March. Um, and we we were doing good, but like because uh, we had just opened up our second store in Miami. Um, and in February, we were doing um, a launch with Carlos Boozer and Nate Robinson for uh, – their brand hold that and um it was a special like um like one day event and um we basically here i'll go get the t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool we basically, we basically did um let me see so you know how travis did the uh the Reese's puffs right yeah. nate did the uh the krypton nate cheerios from back when he did the slam dunk contest right, and man, way back when that's awesome and then it also yeah it comes with a trading card and then um, these are actually only available to get in our store. And then we also did um, some T-shirts with them as well. Uh, see. Dang! Wow, that's yeah. tough. And it was for the Super Bowl weekend, and it was it was probably one of the coolest experiences ever. And I was really really excited, but then COVID hit, and then we had to end up shutting that store down. And 
just because it was too much going on and like all the raiding and the looting that was going on. No, it's, yeah, especially in Miami. So yeah, that's scary. It's scary seeing the, all those people just like lose everything over. Yeah, over in those. a matter of seconds. Yeah. Oh. So, so that kind of um. Like show- I heard, I heard uh, Flight Club New York. Uh huh. And Flight Club Flight Club LA are actually not supposed to open up again. Damn. Really? No, that's gonna happen yeah. too, man. If you take if you take too big of a hit like that, I mean, sometimes you just gotta you just gotta save face and lose out. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's too that's too bad. That's real tough. So, are uh, most of the products that you have at your store are they consigned or are they fully purchased and they're all yours? Um, everything about like, uh, yeah, I'd say about like ninety nine point nine percent of the stuff in the store is stuff that I own, mm-hmm. and then we can maybe have like one percent consigned. Um, excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. We we mainly do like uh, friends and family or uh, consignment for friends and family. Okay. Gotcha. So we because it's it's gotten like we've had issues in the past where like we would consign somebody's stuff and like they like I'd call them up to tell them that their items sold and then they never respond and then they come in like three four months later saying yo where's my money where's my shoes like like I called you I emailed you I texted you like you never you never responded to me so it's like. And I don't know. It's just, it's a real big hassle. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, like San Antonio, like there's not too many people out here that do get a lot of stuff. So it's, it's also kind of hard trying to buy stuff from people. Right. Definitely. So, so uh, you've, uh, you've touched on this a little bit, you know, you say you hit up uh, certain stores in New York, you do a lot of manual stuff, but where would you say you get the majority of your shoes from? Um, majority of my shoes, I would say probably here locally or, um, I'm not gonna say the sneakers app. I haven't hit on the sneakers app. Oh, man, who has, dude. Honestly, Even if who you has, do, man. it's hitting one pair. I <laughs> yeah. I did hit the Travis Scott sixes last year. Really? So I did. I did get to flip those for. But that's my biggest one. Nothing. Nothing really crazy ever since that. Damn. Never, man. I think. I think the last thing I actually hit on the sneakers app was a pair of off white Air Force. Uh, the 90s i hit those for retail oh, okay wow. that was back in 2017 that was right years dude that's ago. too Ever long ago that man that's too yeah, long that's ago that's do you still enter do you even still enter um, i do but like for some reason like every single time that i enter like i mean i've written nike a couple of nasty emails so i mean i don't know they might have like blacklisted my account or something right. or my address because like every single time i go to purchase something like it could be a general release shoe they just don't accept my payment that's they say, crazy. sorry something has went wrong He's like, never hit. What do you mean? And it doesn't matter how many times I change my cards. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, they, yeah, they do that. He's never hit before. I've I, hit, got, like, I hit one. You remember? It was the, it was the uh, what was the fear of God. He the hit fear the of fear of God whenever we were first testing this out because we haven't been in this game for too long. So he hits on the fear of God. He's like, hey, man, we got to we gotta try and start going for these shoes on the sad, man. We're thinking it's going to be butter, you know. He hits on his <laughs> yeah. first release. Yeah, that's, so that's I'm like, what I'm saying. So you get onto it. And it's like, honestly, I went for the Travis Scott ones, for the Jordan ones. It was like the first one that we went for together. And did, that wasn't a smooth release. But then like a few months later, the sixes came out and I hit on those. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be like, this could be nice. And then nothing like nothing. He's never hit since he's never. hit. I since. probably never will. It's not looking it's, good. I mean, he, he's over, I, I feel that pain. you know, I Eddie's feel over pain. here three years, three years of L's. That's a long I, I can't take that. Like I can send you every single, like, oh my God. I'm good. Like, from the strange loves, the Metacoms, every single. Oh I'm good. Gosh. I'd rather dude, not. Yeah, dude, That's, I put them in. I put them in. It's always it's just an, a straight freaking list of L's, man. <laughs> Sorry. You have not been chosen. I'm like, Right. I've heard Shocker. that before. Yeah. I heard that before. <laughs> so. That's crazy, dude. So, would you? Uh, what would you say is the craziest or most hype? Uh, let's go with sneaker that you have in the shop right now, um, or that you've had even. 
um, that I've had. Um, I've had a lot of crazy shoes, to be honest. I've had a pair of the M&M 4s come through. Oh, man. Dude, those are crazy. What? Yeah. How? It wasn't, it wasn't the Carhartts. It was the, uh, it was like the blue and red pair. Okay. Pair. So, um, it was actually a good friend of mine. He, um, he's an SB collector and, um, his dad actually bought them for him as a gift, like way, way, way back. Wow. And, um, he actually played basketball in the shoes. Oh my god. Um, yeah, they were they were pretty deep, but I mean, he still let us like look at them and display them and whatnot. That's but, crazy, though. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, we've had. Um, I own a pair of mags. Um, really? Yeah, I bought I bought them for my graduation so I could walk across uh, the stage. Right. No way. Yeah. Would you buy flex, them for so, flex on them? Um, I bought them off the of StockX for like seventy five hundred, and I think oh. now they're going for almost they're like, like 20 grand. yeah, they're like fifteen to twenty now. Easy. Yeah, the 2011 pair. Yeah. So that's why, like, and I put a soul protector on them, crease protectors, so I could protect my investment. You know. Nah, we that's... actually, yeah, we talked to a guy uh, who also runs a boutique, probably like three, four months ago. He said he hit on three of the Nike Red Octobers when they first came out and was flipping them for like 20, 20k a pop. Just, dude, it was crazy. He said he did it like he hit three of them. I don't. I think it was in like New York or something like that. I don't no, remember. No, he had, no, he had a plug. Oh, he had a plug. He this guy backed Jordan. This guy backed Jordan. Really? He had a full. Yes. He had like a full size. Because they never really run. released. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So like they never really. So this guy just backed Jordan a few pairs or whatever, and I was like, man, that's enough to get your rent covered for a couple years, and you just got yeah. straight profit after no that. Kidding. Yeah, it was that's crazy. crazy. Especially in New York, shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And when you find out that they're not releasing to the public, that auto, you don't got to worry about the prices yeah. dropping ever. Nope. Nope. Yeah, only those, going like, up. Uh, the pair of Freddies, my friend, um, there was a skate shop that actually released them by accident. No like, way. Like, yeah, Nike, Nike, like, after Nike recalled them, the skate shop, like, released them a day before they recalled them. And um, basically, like, there was only 20 pair at that shop, and all those 20 pairs had a box with them. So, Dude, yeah. Wow. My friend was the, the SB collector at the M&M4s. He had a pair. Oh, of my course gosh. he did. That's crazy. That's wow. so cool, though. That's awesome. That's a yeah. cool friend, man. He's got some yeah, crazy no, he, stuff. He's got crazy shit like he had the mf dooms he was wearing the red lobsters the other day oh wow and That's, i was like damn bro like i need them but he's like a size eight and a half nine so i definitely can't fit you can't oh, fit yeah. it <laughs> yeah that's crazy so uh so back to your story where do you kind of see yourself going with this route in the future with the story you know kind of what do you want to do where do you want to take this um to be honest i would like to you know hopefully uh, blow up a little bit more um right. we definitely want to move spots um i think our lease ends up here in april um, so we're looking at a bigger spot, maybe in the mall, um, just because like, I mean, most of our like clientele already comes from that kind of side of town. Uh -huh. And, um, I mean, it's in a really good location. We've been personally, we've been broken in like four times already oh. in two years that we've been open. So it's like, we were going to pay somebody, you know, to sit out in the parking lot, like a security guard, but right. I mean, the money that we're going to spend on paying a security guard to just stay overnight, we could spend that money on just getting a bigger building. Right. So, well, tell us a that's, little. That's what, that's what we're looking forward to. So, tell us a little bit about that. Like, what happened? Like, you were just one night, it was just um, boom. So, I think the first time we got broken into was um, they came through our back door, which is right here. Uh, we got a mattress in here because we've had to been sleeping in here ever since the last break in. But, um, like, they came in through the back door, and um, at that time, we had like a super shitty back door, like, like the gout on the back of it was all ripped out already. Like it was, it was a trash back door. So they got in like a matter of seconds and um, they basically broke in. Um, they didn't take anything crazy though, which was the, cause I don't think they've ever been to my store. Cause like if they, 
were smart, they would have known what to take. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like they basically took like um all my anti shirts, which are like fifty dollars a pop, all my OVO, which is like seventy, and that was mainly it. And then they went over to my Supreme Rack and I guess they started looking through for shirts that they wanted and they were picking out shirts that they wanted and Man, it uh, wasn't even boxers. for resale really. It sounds like they were getting personals. What? That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, they were trying to shop. That's so wild, what? man. So yeah, it was it was a two man job, and then they came in the back and they started picking out like all their sizes, which was a size eleven, which is what I wear. Oh man, um, he picked out elevens and a nine, and I remember he stole like three of our off whites, and we have the off whites on display in the store. Like we only have one pair on display and one in the box. Right. So I was basically stuck with one shoe for like no. ever, and then um, we went on the news for it, and I remember when we went on the news like two days later. Um, we got a call from this guy who used to teach like high school football mm-hmm. and, and um, he said that he thinks it might have been his student because his student stole like $1,200 from him or something like that back before he graduated but he didn't want to say anything because he didn't want to ruin the kid's life Right. And um, since he was about to go off to college or whatever but then um, the coach his mom also used to work at the school too and she was like uh, like everybody's favorite teacher at the school so uh, like literally like a day later um, we get a call from the coach and he says, Hey, there's like six bags of clothes sitting on my mother's driveway. And we're like, what do you mean? And it was like two in the morning. So we were super suspect and like, we were going to go there at two in the morning, but I was like, nah, this could be a setup. This could be a front. Right. So we ended up just waiting for the next day. We went with the police officer, picked everything up and we had like maybe majority about like 75% of the stuff that was stolen back. So wow. That's, after that, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So, so now about this mattress. So, are you just are you camping out now? Ever since? Yeah, I'm I'm sleeping on one right now. That's what I'm sitting on. <laughs> Man, wow. this is a grind. This guy grinds. Yeah, we basically well, just because I mean, it's just gotten to the point. Like, I'm supposed to like personally, I wanted to close up shop like after the fourth time it happened. Right. Because I'm I'm just sick and tired of it. Like, I mean, like the police aren't doing anything. The freaking our detectives aren't doing anything. Our insurance company isn't doing anything. Right. So it's yeah, like, it's tough. It's tough. You can't now. keep taking hits like that, especially yeah. when you're trying to exactly. go somewhere. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And this time, the most recent time, like about a, like three weeks ago, when they broke in, they stole about like seventy thousand dollars worth of stuff, and it was just one dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. I'm. That's tough, and it's basically man. because he stole like all my photo tees, all my box logos, right. some chunky donkeys, some right. Grateful Dead's. He had all three pair: the the wow. green, the orange, the yellow. Wow. And he basically just took it all. Dude, so, man. I'm uh, sorry. You, I'm yeah, sorry to hear that, tough, man. man. I can't. No, I, mean, I can't it imagine. Is it is. It was, at the end of the day, it's just clothes. It could have been a lot worse. It could have right. been mine or my parents' lives. So I'm just glad that we're we're all safe. Right. That's good. So. That's a good mindset to have. So, you know, moving on, a, uh, I guess a, a, a brighter note, um, is are you ever thought about either opening up a website or kind of moving on that, especially with the COVID kind of be, um, being so around was, and not being? We have, but I feel like if we had a website, like all of our shit would just go. And another thing is, is like people like I, I don't know if y'all like have bought anything recently, um, but like UPS, like packages that are supposed to be signed for are just like being left at my door. So like I ordered like a pair of two thousand dollars shoes and StockX just left them there on my door. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't sign for them. Nobody was at my house and like I mean I live on a pretty busy street and I've had packages come up missing all the time. For sure. So gotcha. I, just, I personally and then uh, sometimes like we we also had this in the past where uh, somebody said they received the shoe and um, when they got it they said it was fake and I'm like uh, I don't think it's fake and 
um, they were sending us pictures and I'm like, can you take out the insole and take a picture for me? And I had put a sticky note on the insole, like the inside of the insole. When he picked up his insole, there was no sticky note there. I'm like, that's not my pair of shoes, bro. I didn't sell you that. Yeah. Ooh. That's yeah. smart. You got to, I mean, in this, yeah, where we're at right now, you got to, you got to cover your own because I know that yeah. we've sold shoes before. trying to come up and make a dollar. Dude, now. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Cause we've sold shoes before and like, uh, they get the package, the package gets to them. And they're like, Hey, I opened I up the package. There was no, no, they'll be like, I received it, opened it up. There was nothing in this box. And I'm like, I'm like, you think I went to the post office and I dropped off a, a pair of uh, four ounce shoes I would have uh -huh. noticed if there was no shoes in that box is what I'm saying. It's like, I didn't ship you a no pair of shoes. You got the shoes that I shipped you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, you got to come up with something better than that. Yeah. Like that's just not good yeah. enough. Yeah. People can be yeah, like that. I know. So we've, I can see we've that. We've dealt with that one too many times. So that's personally why we don't want to go the, the website route. Nah, yeah, that's right. totally understandable. So, uh, so we, I don't know, we may have the answer to this question already, but we asked this to all of our sneakerheads for sure. Most of our guests, uh, what is your all time grail and do you currently own it? I don't know if I can put like just one down. You I have, have a to. lot of grails. Just there's to. so many good shoes. But, yeah. Um, you can give us two, but you can't go more. Okay. 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 Uh, my top two. Um, one that you own and maybe one that you don't. Cause okay. Um, one of my top grails that I, I just bought the other day was the 7-Eleven Nike SB. Oh, um, you got I those. Yeah, I personally grew up on on, on 7-Eleven and just going there getting a Slurpee. That gas station is nice. Snack, I wish those released, stuff, so. man. Those those yeah, would have been so awesome. Um, and then, yeah, well, they were supposed to release for um, the 2020 Olympics, but yeah. with COVID, it got canceled. I so. know, dude. And I was, was honestly Japan only. Yeah, I loved so. that. I loved that shoe. It, lo it it was really clean. It really was. Yeah, I mean, the leather on them is like phenomenal. Like yeah. it's probably one of the best pair of like SBs that I have. That's wow. Like leather wise or quality wise. Right. Very cool. But for another shoe that I don't have, that's my grail. Um, it would probably, I want to say the Freddies, just because like the Freddies are just such a crazy shoe. Um, like the whole story behind them and everything. Right. Um, and how limited they were. Um, so, so are yeah, dunks your favorite model then are dunks your favorite model would you say um i wouldn't say they're my favorite model i just kind of like how nike actually puts a little bit more effort and detail into creating the shoes yeah i, yeah. I would agree with um, that that's that's what i like about the nike sb is just to like the collaborations they do and like all the crazy wacky stuff that they do they've been doing some cool um, stuff they got those like yeah. therm they got those thermal ones that heat up with the sun coming oh, yeah. Like yeah those yeah, yeah, they those do the civilist awesome. ones I'm, I'm waiting for him to come oh, in. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's dope. Yeah, those are so yeah. cool, man. The, like, the technology that they got, I mean, like, it's not on every shoe, but, like, the Adapt BBs that they got, the color-changing technology now, and the auto-lacing and the stuff like that. Like, dude, Nike's Nike's making waves right now. Yeah, like, they're doing some real it's, cool it's stuff. Ridiculous. And, I mean, personally, like, I'm, I float in between Team Nike and Team Adidas just because, like, I honestly personally hit a lot more with Adidas. So Right, same. That's <laughs> why I'm more on the side with Adidas. <laughs> yeah. But, Nike, Nike, Nike holds a spot in my heart too. So yeah, they do some nice stuff. But uh, we're running down on one of the very few, or one of actually the last question of the podcast is: if you could okay. choose, who should we have on next for the podcast? Who would you want to listen to? Um, let me see. And that can just be anyone that's kind of helped you along your way, or anyone that you want to hear from personally, or just anyone that you want to plug, just anything like that. Um, I'd probably have to say JC. JC, he's he's a great human being. Um, I mean, we know him. Um, he's kind of like fam. Uh, my, really? Like, oh yeah, yeah I saw so, I saw some of those Instagram posts. Yeah. yeah Dude, that's so, crazy. Yeah. yeah oh, I would love to have him on. Down to earth. He's mad cool. Um, I know. Uh, 
whatchamacallit, like, uh, we didn't even know that, like, who he was because, like, like my sister or my dad's sister, she lives in Vegas, and, like, every now and then he would invite them over for, like, football night to eat dinner or whatnot, but she didn't know who he was. So, like, one night she sent us a picture of him, we're like, yo, oh, you're eating dinner with JC, what, what? So, yeah, and man, then, he's, uh, we he's ended up just, you know, getting in contact with them and, you know, going to, like, all the sneaker cons and just every now and then see, saying what's up to him and just chatting with him and kind of hit it off from there. So That's he's, dope, he's man. Cool. Yeah, very cool. See if you can get me in touch with DeMar DeRozan, too. I, I've been meaning yeah, to talk to him, sure. but I we mean, just never caught up. He's so quiet, bro. He's so quiet. <laughs> that's you know? awesome, bro. But uh, that's actually going to wrap it up for this episode. If you like this episode, sure. please feel free to show your support by liking, following, and subscribing to whichever platform that you're listening to. But thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next episode. Peace. Peace. That's going to wrap up today's episode on ShoeCast. If you like the episode and you want to hear more, please feel free to subscribe. If you want to connect with us on other social medias, click the link in the description. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace.